This is the Kamloops Insider with Parker Bennett. Okay. Hey, welcome everybody to the Kamloops Insider podcast. We have our regular squad with us today. We have Philly Thiessen. That's her new name. Philly, say hi. Hi. I'm really excited that that's my new nickname. Can you tell? It doesn't sound that enthusiastic, <laughs> actually. Um, we have myself, Parker Bennett, and we also have Emma, our super podcast trooper. And we have a special guest today. All the way from the Mortgage Alliance team, we have Sarah Park. Hi. How you doing? Good. Why don't you tell us something about yourself? Hmm. Um, I work with Mortgage Alliance. Uh, this is my 10th year doing mortgages with Mortgage Alliance. 10 years. Yeah, 10 wow. years. Oh. Do you get a flashlight or anything like that for no, 10 years? No. You know, they didn't even get me like a plaque or a medal or, yeah, pen? nothing. Nothing. No. We'll get you a Kit Kat. We'll give you a pen. Kit Kat. I was offered a Kit Kat here a couple yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. Um, so what got you into, what got you into mortgages? Um, I was working at Toyota selling cars. I wanted to get into the business office there and then I, I sold a realtor, uh, a vehicle. And so they said, Oh, you should come and team up with us. I'm going to, I'm a realtor. You should come be on my team. And I, I was like, Oh, maybe. And then, um, he had a girlfriend at the time who was a mortgage broker. So he had also explained that and that sounded a little bit more up my alley. So yeah. I just quit my job selling cars cause I hated it so much. And, um, yeah, took the course and started here. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Who, who was the realtor? Uh, Tyler Becker. Oh, I yes. sold him a purple FJ. I do remember that Used to that be FJ. cool. Yeah. yeah it used to one. be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him. He was riding around with uh, Bernard Duchesne. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, thank you, Tyler, for bringing Sarah Park in the world of mortgages. <laughs> and um, we, we want a special shout out to him. Okay. There is a new qualification process uh, to get a mortgage right now. There is. So the government has just announced um, October 2016, they introduced a new stress test, they call it, um, where you actually have to qualify at a higher interest rate than you're actually getting um, for anyone who had a CMHC insured mortgage. So if you put less than 20% down. Um, they have now, that came into effect in October. We've been sort of dealing with it over the last year. Um, it has definitely pushed um, how much people can qualify down quite a bit. And now they've come out with it um, where if you do put 20% down, you're also going to have to qualify at the contract rate plus two okay. or the, um, the benchmark rate, the Bank of Canada benchmark rate. So it's two points higher than you're actually getting, which is going to... Um, basically if you're qualified for 500,000, you're now going to be qualified for 400,000. So wow. it's going to bring the purchasing wow. power down about 20%. So let me back it up a little bit. Last October, we introduced the stress test. Yes. Which was only for CMHC type mortgages. Right. So if you had a large down payment. You weren't, you didn't have to qualify through the stress process. Right. So if you put 20% down, then you can qualify for quite a bit more than anyone who put uh, less than 20% down because you didn't have to go under the stress test. Right. And what do you think that did to our market last year? Honestly, I didn't see um, too much of a change. Right. Um, uh, quite a few more co-signers stepping in a little bit, um, which we saw a few years ago and they've, you know, it's been easier for people to get mortgages, so it hasn't been a problem, but we've done quite a few more co-signing this year in the last year okay. just to bring a little more income so they can qualify for more. Okay, so now as me as a buyer, I have a hundred thousand dollar down payment, 
and I'm searching out three, four hundred thousand dollar properties. So I'm not going to be needing like a CMHE type mortgage or Genworth. Um, but now I'm not going to be able to qualify. And now I have to sort of stick to those same rules that would otherwise be applicable to. Right. So you were shopping in the $400,000 range. The bank said you were pre-approved for that with your 20% down. Now you need to go back to your bank or broker and talk to them about sort of where you're going to be sitting as of January 1st um, if you don't have a contract in place. So now you're going to be shopping in the 320 range, which as you would know, it's going to be quite a big difference in housing. So, so where do you get the three twenty from the four hundred? Is it like a is there a percentage there? Yeah, is it's a twenty percent re- reduction, basically. A twenty percent reduction yeah. in purchasing power. Yes. Okay. So now, let's figure out what, what what's going to change in the market. A house that has a basement suite is going to be more valuable than it ever was. Yes. Because you're going to need that money to be able to qualify your purchase. Yeah. So the basement suite income is going to help a little bit in sort of how much you can qualify for, for sure. Right. Okay. And what do you forecast as the damage effect moving forward in 2018? Well, I do, I mean, I do see the higher end homes prices might be coming down a little bit. Okay. Um, only because, yeah, people even with their $150,000 combined income, they used to buy a $650,000 house. Well, now, you know, they're down to that five fifty dollars range. So the higher end homes, I think, are going to take a hit for sure. Right. Um, yeah, I thought last time that it would have taken a bigger hit than, than we did. Okay. So hopefully it will be smoother. You know, a little smoother and, right. yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, it, I mean, on the bright side of it, it is protecting us for when interest rates go up. Right. Because I do worry about some clients that I've put into mortgages. And, you know, they're tight when they go into that $450,000 mortgage. Sure. Any blip in their income or um, job or they interest get laid rate. off or interest rate, yeah. you know, that's going to... That's going to take them down, essentially. Okay. So who's in charge of making these changes? Who, who's the one? So the finance minister of Canada. Right. So basically, to put it simply, there'd be like Trudeau, and then there would be his team of this would be in the finance sector. So right. they are analyzing data, um, economics, and then they sort of, they foresee what's going to happen in the future and with jobs, and then they want to protect us sort of from what happened in the States, um, that being said, the foreclosure rate in Canada is next to zero. Like we just, we don't have it. Right. Um, I don't know if there's a problem and you can't make your mortgage payment. The market's been good. So you sell your house and you get out of it and there's no foreclosures there or there's been family help or, right. um, but yeah, we don't have a lot of foreclosures. But since 20, 2007, we haven't really seen the market kind of move in a downward trend. Not huge amount. For, no. For a while. Right. So that, <clears throat> that could be a big factor. So this finance minister, he his role would be ideally to control too much inflation in the housing market. Is that correct? Yes. Would that be a safe way to, to put that? That'd be a safe way to put okay. it, for sure. So he's got tools that he's using to sort of like squeeze the market yes. and try and, and tamper out any sort of real peaked inflation areas. Yeah, sort of like, like a puppet master, you know, right. keep things under control so they don't get too big and too crazy. Right. Unfortunately, I didn't think about Kamloops in that factor because I don't really think we really, really apply that much. No, he did not. He was thinking about Vancouver and yeah. Toronto. Unfortunately, yes. we're sort of caught up in the mix. Right. Um, places like Quenelle and Prince George and Williams, like where the prices aren't as high as here, I don't think it's going to have as much of a right. factor on them. But 
Um, who knows? Even in Vancouver, I mean, immigration is sort of 85% of Canada's growth, right? Yeah. So um, immigrants, when they come over to Canada, they don't move to Kamloops, they move to Vancouver. Right. And they live there, rent there for three or four years, and then they discover sort of other places that move around. But Like Kamloops? Or Australia. Discover Kamloops. Or Australia. <laughs> I was just going to say, I wasn't in Vancouver. I came right here. Yeah. True. Emma's a defector from the land down under. <laughs> yeah, but we appreciate her. Um, okay, so I'm a, I got a buyer. Okay. And two months ago he was approved for whatever. Okay. What do I tell him now? Do I, do I send them to get re pre-approved? Yes. Under, when do these new rules take effect? So they take effect January 1st, 2018. Um, as long as you have a contract in place, then you're So you're we have fine. a grace period right now. There's a grace period, yes. I okay. think there's going to be a big influx of things happening in the next couple of months. Good. Yeah. yeah. That'll be good for a winter market. Mm -hmm. What does this mean for investment properties? Well, I think that it's going to... Rental properties are going to be even more of a commodity than they already are because, you know, buyers are, it's even harder to get into the market. So rental properties, I mean, it's, you used to be able to qualify at the contract rate, but now you're going to have to qualify two points higher. So you have to come up with 20% down, plus you have to qualify um, for the house that you live in, plus your rental. So it's becoming harder and harder. Right. Yeah. The best way to get into the rental market, if you're going to, is to, to, Buy something that you're going to live in with 5% down and rent out the house that you're currently in. Right. So you don't have to come up with the 20%. 20%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you, had a, have you guys had a lot of buyers chatting about it or? Um, it's definitely been a topic that I've brought up to people who are, say, on the fence about how motivated they are to buy today. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people who are maybe gently shopping the market looking for the perfect picket fence house. And I'm just sort of educating them that tomorrow might be a really tough day to buy that house, whereas today you might be able to slide in there. Right. You know, if you're if you're motivated to get in the market, it might be a really good idea to start shopping before the end of the year. More importantly, I think like you guys should speak with your sellers because your sellers are the ones who maybe their house has been on the market a couple months and they're selling and then they're going to upgrade. But maybe they sell and then they aren't able to upgrade. Maybe right. they're going to be qualifying for less of what they're already even in. So that's where I see the problem occurring um, for sellers who aren't educated on what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. Selling yeah. themselves out of a house and now they're moving into a condo when they were supposed to, yeah, that's you know, a good point. be buying a bigger house. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point. Yeah, you sort of get into a habit of like what you can afford or what you, you assume you can afford. Yeah. And you don't realize that if, if the rules change a little bit that you're going to be hit and knocked down a couple grades. For sure. And typically people are upgrading or downgrading, right? So it's yes. It's rare that people are selling a $400,000 house to buy just an equivalent $400,000 house. Usually we're upgrading or downgrading. Usually, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's good information. So do you have any closing thoughts on that, Philly? Philly T? <laughs> we better get out there and talk to our sellers. I think we should talk to everybody right, because yeah. we got we got a couple months. Get a couple months, yes. And we do have some goals for this month. We do. Right? We have some goals we got to hit. So we yeah. have some targets we got to hit. So maybe a really good um, bit of information to send out to our buyers and our sellers that, you know, we got to get, at least make them aware of what their consequence could be. Yeah. 
Yeah. And when you are chatting with them, a couple things to remember, they're going to ask you, well, if we have to qualify at the higher benchmark rate, do we have to pay CMHC insurance? Like, no. Once you put your 20% down, you don't have to pay any CMHC insurance. Right. And you still also can qualify over 30 years rather than just the 25. Okay. Oh, okay. A couple things to... Now, under the... Just kind of go back a little bit. Under the original stress test change last year... Yeah. Was there not an option to be into a CMHC mortgage, even if you did have 20% down? Yes, and everyone has that option. Okay. Yes, you still can. Um, Who makes that call? Your broker would make that call. Okay. Um, or your bank, um, depending on how much the CMHC insurance is and depending on what the rate is. So you come in with 20% down, but you're maybe a little higher risk. They would, they would say this is going to be a CMHC mortgage? Or they no. Would, no? No. Okay. If you... The only reason you would really want to pay the CMHC insurance is if if the CMHC insurance was $350 premium and you had to get an appraisal done on your Clearwater property and it was going to cost you $600. Right, okay. You might as well just get it CMHC insured and you don't need an appraisal. Right. Um, or the rate different. The rates are better on CMHC insured mortgages right now. So if the rate was that much better, okay. you may it may work out too. And if you're still putting a big down payment, you're not paying a you're not paying a premium. That's real. I'm not like a high premium. You're not paying high premium. Yeah. No, no. What would be the premium on a five percent down mortgage? If you're buying a four hundred thousand dollar house and you're putting five percent down, what is that premium for CMHC? So it's four point one percent on the mortgage amount. Okay. So three hundred and eighty thousand times four percent. You're at about sixteen thousand dollars. They add right nice. on top of your mortgage. Yeah. And I will add there was no calculator in this room. Right <laughs> nice work, Sarah. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Yeah. So maybe closing thought, what is your forecast? I know people are going to be asking me, what are you forecasting for 2018? Is it going to be, you know, a buyer's market, a seller's market? Is the price going to go up? Are they going to go down? I feel in Canloops, yep. I don't see the mark. I don't see the, the prices going down. I don't no. see them going down either. Uh, not at all. I see, um, I still see them increasing a little bit. I think we have a little bit of catching up to do um, compared to the other areas and yep. what you can get, bang for buck here. Yeah. Um, maybe not as busy as 2017, maybe not as crazy, but if people don't start putting their houses on the market, it, I guess it will be. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the amount of listings that are on the market right now are really setting the tone for a seller's market. Mm -hmm. And we will see my prediction. Yeah, let's hear. Is that we will see a little bit more of a buyer's market in 2018. I don't think it's going to be like a real drastic, you know, there is 10 listings for every buyer, but I think it'll, it'll improve. Okay. It seems like it's improving even right now. Yeah. So... Okay, cool. Well, thanks for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sarah. Sarah, and if you need to get a hold of somebody who can give you a pre-qualification, um, don't forget to give Sarah Park, your, uh, uh, Sarah Park a call. Sarah, how do we get a hold of you? Um, you can call me 250-819-0433. Awesome. Okay, appreciate it. Thanks, thanks. Sarah. Thank you.